Okay. Um, here's the thing about the strike. So it hasn't been going well. And here's how I know it's gotten probably worse. Um, mm-hmm. Video games are about to strike as well. Like video game acting, they're about to strike as well. Uh, good. Yeah. Good. I mean, good. But it's not gonna going well for like negotiations or like they're not offering. Like right now, I'm picturing all the all the writers and the actors going like uh, that's in How I Met Your Mother, where Marshall has like the Indiana Jones whip and he's just going not good enough and just whipping it. Like that's yeah. that's pretty much what they're going through right now. So <laughs> it looks like they just voted to accept it. They're not, they haven't moved forward yet. But yeah, it looks like uh, video games are going to start to be affected as well. Well, on the other side, some good news about the strike. AMC caved. Thankfully. AMC caved. Yeah, apparently, um, from, from the headline that I saw, uh, maybe we should get a secondary confirmation. I did see one filming the Walking Dead spinoffs because if AMC doesn't have The Walking Dead, they have nothing. Who's watching those? Don't say you. I'm, I'm, I, haven't, I haven't watched a single episode of The Walking Dead since they killed Glenn. And I... I actively told Nikki I will not pick this show back up until they kill Negan, and then I'll rewatch from there. <laughs> like I'm yeah. not watching at any point. Unfortunately, Negan became a super fucking popular character. Well, so was Glenn until you know. Yeah, you know, he just beat the shit out of like uh, he just beat the shit out of like the most beloved character. Maybe one of the most beloved characters in the show. I'm not gonna overplay it. But yeah, apparently AMC supposedly caved into the demand, so that's a good that's good news. Okay, it's a start. It's a start. Uh, anyways, yeah, everyone keep supporting the strike, keep supporting the writers and the actors. There's links, there's there's stuff. Keep uh, keep at it. Um, they've done a, a good job uh, standing their ground, and we are on their side. So yeah, good for them. Oh, also good news. Uh, this yeah. is a minor thing, but I I feel like this is uh, enough for me to be like, you know what? This is a good thing to happen. Um, so there's there's a movie that's coming out on October thirteenth. I don't know if you know about oh, it. Oh hell yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. that film. So good thing actually. So that movie's going to release, and you might think, oh, that's not a good thing. That's going to benefit the studios. Actually, no. Taylor specifically partnered with AMC Theaters, not any of the film studios. So all the money that that uh that that uh like tour movie generates will go straight into the one taylor's pocket because fair enough uh but also amc's pocket to help their theater chain as they struggle with you know uh fewer and fewer films which is a good thing i'd argue definitely uh i i did saw that yes and um i mean it's exactly the pr move that she needs to do to show that she's both standing on the on their side and also, it's like another step in like her plan towards world domination because like it's fucking insane. Hashtag Taylor for president. Like, like here's here's how insane this is. I went to a Taylor Swift tribute concert night here, oh uh, because that's the closest thing that we what we're gonna have. Like, my city was gonna have to like the Eras tour. Yeah, and it was packed. This was a bar that has like a concert venue in it, and it was packed as if it was like the actual. It was incredible. It was amazing. I had a blast. But when so, I tell you that, like, we are starved for content, even though she's giving us so much. So yeah, those tickets are gonna sell like crazy. Yeah. Do you think? Um, 
So this was probably the summer of Taylor. Do you think there is there any more ground for her to break after this? I'm sure there is. I just don't know it. Maybe a uh, global tour? The, the This tour is supposed to already be global, so... Oh, see, uh, I didn't know that. I yeah. thought she was just touring the U.S. and nope. Canada. She, well, she, she did four straight shows in Mexico. I know that. Yeah, she said world tour, and it's like Mexico, two... And it's like United States, three shows in Mexico, four shows in Canada. That's it. I think it's going to like expand little by little. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Anyways. So, you want to talk about one stretchy son of a bitch? I want to talk about the stretchy son of a bitch. Chema, hit the intro! Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. I'm Eddie. Reviewing One Piece. Netflix live action? How are we calling this? Uh, Netflix One, 2020, One Piece 2023. This is the rollback. Wealth, fame, power. One Piece is a legendary high seas quest unlike any other. Luffy is a young adventurer who has longed for a life of freedom ever since he can remember. He set off from his small village on a perilous journey to find the legendary fable treasure, the One Piece, to become king of the pirates. So, One Piece is not only uh the most popular and enduring like anime manga of all time it's also uh probably the most important story being told concurrently like right now uh oda is i think one of the most important storytellers of our time probably one of them will be remembered just because of how impressively large she made this world so complete and uh and everything and now we have a live action adaptation eight episodes expanding the east blue uh saga the east blue arc which is around 50 something episodes of the anime mm -hmm. and uh this is a live action show it's eight one hour long episodes and uh they were done by netflix and they are led by uh inyaki godoy who plays uh luffy um McKenyu playing uh Rorano as Soro, uh Emily Rudd playing Nami, Jacob Romero Gibson as Usap, and Taz Skyler as Sanji. So these are all characters are all very well known and beloved characters. This is a very loved and well-beloved story. Um, and this is coming in in a very, very long tradition and line of terrible botched anime adapt anime live action adaptations to the point where when i heard that one piece was being done in live action i thought man just cancel it right now that is not gonna work at all it's just the ones that i thought could work live action haven't worked and this one it's so cartoony it's so expressive it's so unique it kind of needs to be done as an animated thing and then the show came out last thursday and man Last week, when we talk about Blue Beetle, and I told you, man, it's been a long time coming for a, for a Mexican superhero. Man, it's been a long time coming for a good live action anime adaptation. Man, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's like you healed my two inner childs in just a span of a couple of weeks. Um, you know, I, I have a phrase that I want to coin. I want to, you know, people create like new terms for new things. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I've got a phrase I want to coin. I'm going to call it ramping. Realistic yeah. anime camping. But it's good. One Piece is 
Here's the biggest uh, thing that I think I can say that's a positive about it. Like, the best compliment I can give it. This One Piece is so good. Like, this show is so good. It actually makes me think, maybe they could do Dragon Ball Z in real life. That's how well, good this anime was. I was like, give this man, whoever created this, give him the keys to DBZ. Maybe. Maybe they can actually do it. Maybe they can make a good live-action Fullmetal Alchemist. I don't know, man. I think that Dude. world is also <laughs> extremely who, expansive and so hard. Who thought that they could have done One Piece live-action? Like, Not this me. show is so good from beginning to end. Luffy as a character, I always thought the biggest obstacle to creating a DBZ live-action, who, who do you cast as Goku? Like, who can embody? It's impossible. But, I'm sorry, what's the kid's name? The one that, that plays Luffy? Inyaki Godoy. Inyaki Godoy. You got it. This young man makes me gives me hope. Because his portrayal of Luffy is camp. It's it's positive. It's but it's not positive without being with being stupid. Does that make sense? He's not overly positive. He's not dumb. He's just like, we're gonna do this. Like yeah, I, He's confident, uh, yeah. It's it's I feel like this show to me has replaced Ted Lasso as a feel good show. Definitely. I think it's definitely a, a show that is gonna right to the core of the show because the theme, the main theme of One Piece is about following your dreams. Like that's that's it. That's that that's the goal. That's the goal of One Piece. When I when I first started the anime, I I remember thinking like, okay, because like before watching it, we all think the same thing, which is like, my God, it's a thousand episodes. Like, how like what what's but everyone that I know that sees it loves it. So they must be right. This this show must have something. And then you start it and you start to get into the groove. And then when you get into like the groove of the show, there's a moment. Everyone has like that one moment in One Piece that makes you go, Yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm set for life. I am I'm part of this crew for like the rest. I'm with them till the end of the line. And when I got to that moment in the show, that uh oh my god, there's 900 episodes left became Oh my God! There's a 900 episode like, like yes, like like Excitement. I'm so excited. Yes, and uh, that's why I personally do not care at all what the One Piece is. I don't care. I don't care what the what the treasure is. Like mm -hmm. just seeing them go on these adventures is enough of a treasure, and that was the vibe that the show needed to capture. Now this show had the benefit of a couple of things, which is one, it's the most expensive show that Netflix has ever made, surpassing The Crown, surpassing every other show that they've done. Um, that they, the fact that they built the ships, that they built a lot of the sets, um, and that it's the most expensive production ever done in Africa because that's where they filmed the show. Um, and yeah, and they found relatively unknown and up and coming actors. Uh, Inyaki Godoy, like we mentioned, he plays uh, Luffy. Uh, McKenyu has played, uh, who plays Soro. I've seen him in a couple things. I saw him in the uh, Knights of the Zodiac live action that came out earlier this year. Uh, the movie was not good, but he was he was actually pretty good in it. Uh, Emily Rudd, we saw her in Fear Street. She was in the Fear Street movies. She was the older sister uh, in the second oh. one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, Jacob Romero Gibson, this guy, I have not seen him uh, at all. He plays uh, Usopp. And uh, Toss Skyler plays uh, Sanji, who I, I also have not seen him before. But yeah, so the show kind of lives and dies on their shoulders, um, especially uh, Inyaki, uh, who 
you know, he's he's Mexican, so of course, you know, he has that. We already like him from that. But he has to embody one of the most iconic characters ever. Like, one of the most iconic characters ever made, ever put into fiction. And he has to show off his, like, positivity. He has to... The, the effect of the stretchiness needs to work. It's very, very hard. So, I want to show you right here. Here's my list of pros and cons. Christ. See, they're both pretty expensive. But the first one, the first one at the very top on my pro on my pros list, Iñaki Godoya's Luffy. He nails it, man. He nails it. The fact that he's right there at the very front and the show has to kind of live and die by on his tiny, tiny little shoulders. Man, he runs with it. To me, he's the most attuned actor playing his role. He's so good at playing Luffy. He's so, like, he gets it. He gets exactly how Luffy's supposed to act, how he's supposed to move. There, there's very specific little moments. Like, there's a moment when they're in Kaya's house and he's walking around the kitchen and he, like, takes a bite out of something and then he'll put it in his pocket. And it's so stupid, but it fits his character so well. Like, that's exactly what he would do. Uh, but then also he brings in a lot of a lot of charm. Like he is Mexican, he's speaking in English, but like every once in a while his accent would slip, and that's yeah, kind of yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very endearing. Like every time that he calls Nami by her name, like his accent kind of slips. He doesn't say Nami. He says Nami. Like he like it it it, it kind of like slips, and he calls Soro Soro. Like yeah, like things like that really really work. His love for his hat. Like a lot of things. Just really, really works. So I have a I have a list of pros and cons. I don't know if 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 you maybe I should let you go first because I feel like this and we'll touch up when when we get to these. Unless, or we can go like one by one here and then we can and you can chime in with them. I don't know what do you. I'll chime in with yours because I feel I I feel like if like when we covered the Batman, it was very clearly I had a lot to say. I feel like this one of those projects where it's like, shut shut up, you're driving. Go, go ahead. You're trying. All right. Go. All right, fine. Uh, I'm going to start with my pros, and then and then we'll, we'll, we'll go to cons, okay? Uh, gotcha. So my, my first pro, Iñaki Godoy as Luffy. Uh, second, practical sets, ships, effects, and makeup. Uh, the ships are real. The going merry go is real. Um, the fact that they, they... Because the going merry in the anime, like, it's a very cartoony goat face, but in this one, they've made it look both majestic and still a little cartoony. So that's... Uh, that's actually pretty good. Um, I like the ship. Um, I like they built the sets. I like how the fishmen look. Though uh, mm -hmm. that that could have looked horrible, and they made it look so realistic. Like yes, that not only is that is that the especially Arlong, that not only is his design faithful to to the cartoon, but also to like that's what it would look like. He's purple. He's he's got like the clothes. His voice, even the music that they're playing, is is good. Um, commitment to the bit. The fact that this is a very cartoony idea, like like the world of One Piece is so big and so large, and the world building is so like big that I can't believe that they managed to make it very accessible. Which is my next point. It's very accessible to new viewers because, like, look, you told me that you watched the four kids stuff when you were a kid. I watched um, a few of those episodes. Yeah, but like, how? Like, also the fact that those episodes are like. Uh, censored to all hell. Like, uh, when you were watching this, were you reminded of that? Or, like, were you taking this as a new experience? The only thing I remember is, even as I was a kid, I was a shitty critic. I'll say that much, man. I'm about <laughs> to say what I'm about to say. I remember not liking Nami's character. 
I remember thinking, why should I like her? I remember thinking, uh, why should I care about this pink kid? He's never around. Who the fuck is the guy with the red hair? He's not in any of the episodes that I've seen. Like, all those questions made me not watch One Piece when I was a kid. Like, made like turned me off from it. Um, that said, though, like, this show is, I think, a perfect starting off point. It exists perfectly by itself, but if you're interested in watching the whole anime, watch this. You get a pretty good idea, and then you maybe can watch the anime and go from there. I think it's a good starting point, kind of like the way DBZ and Sailor Moon were like the gateway anime for a lot of people in the West. I feel yeah. like this live action show is a great gateway for people to start watching the actual One Piece. Yeah, I think if you like this one, um, I don't recommend uh, starting where this leaves off. I recommend starting. Oh no, no, I'm gonna start from the beginning. Yeah. I recommend starting from the beginning just because there's a lot of interactions and a lot of moments that are so like so like inherently one piece that needs need you need to consume them like they, they are part of the experience um that's gonna lead to a little bit of my of one of my cons but we'll get to that when we get to that uh mm -hmm. next uh jeff ward as as buggy the clown uh bucky the clown is such a fan favorite character and this is my hot take i don't care for bucky i think really i think he's super overrated as a character like i love a ton of other characters in one piece that i feel like the fact they keep giving him attention i think it's a little excessive um but is it because he's I, a scary ass clown no uh it's just that i don't know I, I feel like i don't think he's that interesting in the same way that like a lot of the characters i think are more interesting um but uh, I, I gotta give props to the actor Jeff Ward who plays him. Uh, not only was he able to portray like the kookiness and the sadness and the obsessiveness of, of of Bucky, but also like his voice manages to be both funny and pathetic and scary like at the same time. And I think that's so hard because I feel like when a character is playing a clown character, they're trying really hard to not do Head Ledger's as the Head Ledger's Joker. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he sounds or looks nothing like him and manages to do his own thing i think is super hard because i think it would have been really easy to just fall into that uh but no he understands that he is like a cartoon character you know he yeah and they committed to the bed because they made him tiny at the end so yeah. uh yeah it's good um so i liked it i like uh how they uh, how they made uh uh bucky um, I, I like him overall, though, as a character. I think as a as a bad guy, I imagine. I don't know if he comes back as a good guy later. He's always a, an antagonist. Yes but, and no. Um, huh? Yes and no. I mean, I don't hate him. I don't hate his backstory. I get why he's an asshole. I think one of the best things is some actors might look at this as like uh, as one piece of the show as a whole. I was like, oh god, I'm gonna be a part of the show. But right from that point, I noticed everyone was committed to the source material none of those actors were there because they didn't want to be you could tell that they all were like we're committing to this like you said they commit to the bit they committed like this is not some schlocky b-movie bullshit on sci-fi we're gonna do this seriously we're gonna make a real live action uh anime and i think i think he he was as important to it as anyone else because the first bad guy can turn you off a show especially if he sucks mm -hmm. i agree um and i feel like he is there to like he, there's a reason why he was the introductory like baddie in the in the anime as well so it's uh it makes sense that he's there uh next uh soros child actor i've 
His name is Maximilian Lee Piazza. Jesus Christ, what a good, what a good kid actor. Um, just overall, uh, Soros origin story. I think it was uh, was really well done. I think it was the best out of all of the because we see everyone's origin story like uh, when they were kids. So yeah. I think his was my favorite. Uh, and that actor, oof, good, good actor. Uh, next, the fact that they build the transponder snails. So like the, the so the snail phones. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's such an out there design and such an out there idea for for One Piece, and the fact that they committed and they made them like look so ugly and disgusting and realistic. Like, I want one. <laughs> I think they're so like they're kind of freaky, but they're it, there's such like a there's such a One Piece thing. Like, it's so it's like the Devil Force. Like, the the design is so unique and the idea is so kooky. And I love that they included them in the show and they made them like such a normal part of their world. They even mm-hmm. created like original like Bluetooth ones, like the one that Nami uses. Like it's it's so it's That's such true. Good, I forgot about such, that. Such a creative little idea, but I love that they committed and they built them like physically. You know, mm-hmm. it, there, there was one part where I was like, Oh, I know what this I know what she's doing. When she like, oh I got lost to my people, this is all I have, and the two pirates get off the ship to go and get the treasure chest. Oh yeah. They open and it, they're like, there's nothing. And they turn around and she's like, bye. I was like, ah, oh, I know this bit. I know this bit. I yeah. like this bit. Yeah. yeah, that moment was so like inherently Nami. Like it's 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 crazy. Um yeah, so that, the wardrobes. Uh I love that the first episode was called Romance Dawn. Mm-hmm. Like that's such a little wink to the audience, because Romance Dawn was like the original name for One Piece. Mm-hmm. It was the like it, it was originally going to be called Romance Dawn, and then Romance Dawn is also like the name that like Oda kind of got attached to. That was the original one shot that One Piece was based on. Uh, the first arc of One Piece is also called Romance Dawn, mm-hmm. and uh, some video games I think have also been called like One Piece Romance. Dawn. Like it's it's been like a long time coming. Like it makes sense yeah. to call it that. Uh, Romance Dawn. Oh. Yeah, we sorry. No, you finished Romance Dawn. I got something to say. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, we didn't talk about the opening scene. The opening scenes. <clears throat> there so... once was a was a oh yeah the, that the opening scene. The narration was... by Ian McShane. Yeah, no, not just the narration, but the acting. The whole opening sequence was awesome. Just the fact that like they have him at the gallows, and they're like, "Any final words?" And he's smiling in the face of death. Yeah, and. And uh, does he actually say like I left everything I own in one piece? Does he? I don't remember if he says that. But yeah, I just remember thinking, that's I love how cons. this looks. That's one of my cons that he doesn't actually say uh, I left it all in one piece. Um, that's a fair con. That's a fair con. I'll give you. Yeah, because then how does everyone else know that? Um, yeah, yeah well, uh, his, his smile, his laughter. I yeah. love that because you also see it later on in Luffy, and when we'll, we'll get, I guess we'll get to that part when we get there, but. Oh, that opening scene. I love that opening scene. I was like, this is not as good as the rap, but I'll take it. Yeah, and it's uh it's definitely better than the rap. Uh no. no. <laughs> I'm yeah, just kidding. So, I'm just so kidding. Michael Dorman plays Gold Roger. He uh, and he's uh he's there. Um I what I also like about that scene is that in the in the audience, like in the like between the people, you can see different pirates that are going to be important. You see Shanks. Uh, you see, um, you see a couple of like you, you, you see, uh, Hawkeye Mihawk, 
you see a couple of other characters and you also see like a very young captain smoker but we're going to talk about him in a little bit um yeah so yeah that scene the first episode being called roman's dawn the fact that they acknowledge that luffy is like asexual <laughs> this is very random um but like uh so luffy like canonically an asexual character and i was afraid that they were gonna like shy away from that uh i like that they kind of like we're very forward of that. Like, like Luffy's one and only love is the sea and food and his yeah. shirt. Um, but I like how there's like a little moment when they're in Kaya's house and like Nami's trying on outfits and she's kind of showing them off and she's like, how do I look? And then Luffy's like, you look like Nami. Like it's, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like they didn't shy away from that. I like, they, 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 they did like a little nod to that. Uh, Arlong's sign. I mentioned that. Um, one I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into like a small con because I think it's important that I do probably my biggest con actually. Uh I've been very positive, so I think it's fair that I mentioned my biggest con with the show. Mm-hmm. Soro and Nami. Like physically are there. Emotionally, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know really? what they did. Um Okay, so the way that they presented them was uh, so Soro, man of few words, silent type, strong silent type, spits with his fist. Yeah. Um, And Nami, they made her, you know, very serious, very concerned, very like she only sees for herself, she only cares for herself. And this is all true of the characters in paper. But also they're fully three-dimensional beings. And I don't think the show explore that enough or more than half of enough. Soro says like one or two lines every so often. Nami, every Nami from the second that the show starts till the end, she's closed off. She doesn't joke. She doesn't like, yeah, she doesn't like, nothing and these are the personalities of the characters but they're not they can also do other things and they do them in the anime soro is uh serious but he's serious compared to luffy soro has goofy moments and they did not let him be goofy at all in this show like one of the biggest ongoing gags in one piece that starts from the beginning is a Soro like can does not know his left from his right. He gets lost every single episode, and they like lightly acknowledged it in the in the live action show, but they were not. Why? What were they afraid? Like were they afraid that this man because the man that they got to play Soro is so hot. He's so fucking hot, and they they they, they didn't let him be funny. Like why? Like for let me let me give you an example. There's a scene in the Skypea arc where like they are in the going merry and they have to get off, but they have to they have to swing through this with these vines, like from the from the ship to get to the to get to the to, to get to shore. And Soro is the first one to grab a vine and he swings, and as he swings, he starts yelling like Tarzan. Like he goes like full on commits, he's not bored throughout, he's enjoying it. He's like, oh and he like swings. And gets to the other side. And Nami sees him holding a vine and she just goes, What a fucking idiot. Like, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> what a child. I'm surrounded by children. And then she does, she does, she swings and then she hits herself with a tree. 
And Sora just kind of looks at her on the ground and just tells her, like, you should have yelled. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> like, that's them. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's them to a T. Like, they have, like, those moments. They're loud. They're boisterous. Like, like when Soto gets, like, Soto gets drunk, he's funny. Like, he's loud. And this one, he's fun. He drinks, but, 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 but he's like, oh, my only friend. Oh, I love to drink. Uh, it's like, he does, there's no joy. There's no mm-hmm. joy in it. And that, I can't help it, but it took it down. It took my enjoyment of the show a few pecs. It took it down. Mm-hmm. Um, Nami, when let's just jump like like uh, heads up spoilers but like when nami betrays the straw hats and and leaves with arlong you as the watcher you're shocked you can put some pieces together of some stuff that she said or some some stuff that she did but you're shocked and you're hurt and you're wondering how in the hell are they gonna make right how in the hell are they going to make us like her again and get them together again. Like you are genuinely concerned. And when you hear her backstory, it all starts to click. And when she asks Luffy to, to help her, it all clicks. And this one, sadly, because it's only at episodes, you can tell she's going to betray them from the first one. Like the first episode ends with her talking to Arlong on the phone and being like, I have the map. Like she tries to leave them several times to, uh, it's it doesn't it's it doesn't it's not one piecing like it should post to one piece you know mm-hmm. and that's my biggest problem with this live action show like uh Soro and Nami just uh, they're not uh Usopp kind of he's like a little better because he he's allowed to be like a little bit more goofy mm-hmm. uh Sanji I think is the one that works the best like sans uh Luffy but man just there's a lot of joy that is missing from these performances, which sucks because the actors seem totally, totally committed. The girl who plays Nami, like, like famously is a One Piece fan. Like, she wanted this. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's her fault. I think it's the writing. I think the fact that he needs to just, like, just connect. But there's a lot of joy that is just taking out of this. Like, like uh, they made a big deal about how, like, oh, like, Nami and Soro are saying to each other like we're not a crew we're not a team that's not what they do in the show from the second that they get together they accept each other as teammates they accept each other as crew because nami needs to put up that facade because she's going to betray them later but throughout like like for example when luffy starts to work as a as a waiter in uh in as, as a chore boy in the in the restaurant like there's a scene where like he walks out into the restaurant and he sees like the the crowd the crew like eating and he's like, "What are you doing here?" And they're 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 teasing him. They're like, they're, all three of them are drinking, and they're, they're like, "Hey, Troy boy, bring us more drinks!" Like, mm-hmm. like they're making jokes. They're cracking up because they're they like each other. Like they mm-hmm. genuinely do. And we get to that at some point. You know, we get to like when when Soro like says like, "You're my captain till the end of the line." That that's a sweet moment. It's a good moment. But there's literally no need for them to argue from the beginning. The whole joy of One Piece is watching this crew just be a crew and watching them fight. There's very interesting moments when they do it in like the canon in the show. Uh, and when they do, you feel it. Like it's hard. It's heartbreaking. Um, in this one, I... And it sucks because uh, Inyaki is so locked in as Luffy that he almost feels like he's in a different show. You know, mm-hmm. it's 
So that, that's my biggest criticism, personally. I found I, I don't know if you're gonna feel the same way that, that I'm feeling, having no knowledge of the show, mm-hmm. of like their, their their camaraderie. But man, besides the scene where they're in the restaurant and Soro starts teasing Nami of like, uh, hey, madam, how how would madam like her water? Would you like 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 when she starts making fun of him and then Usopp is like, ooh, Nami has a boyfriend, like like sounds that scene, which is like the scene that feels the most like them. Because mm-hmm. like later when they're sitting outside and they're doing drinks and they're doing they start doing shots, uh, like Soro teases her and and and, and tells her like, uh, what is is there gold at the bottom at the bottom of that cup? Why you you're only watching? Like he doesn't know that she loves to steal and she loves money. We know that because we've seen Nami like be a thief and love money. Like, like look up any kind of uh of Nami fan art, fan art or uh Nami like pictures. She's always doing this with her hands. This is like her pose. Like she's always doing this because this means money. Like this is her thing. It's her personality. And I don't think they plasmated that in the show correctly, which mm-hmm. sucks because I think I know they could because they, they did everything else right. Um, so I'm not saying delete it, you know, start from start from scratch. I am saying if they're going to do a season two, those interactions, that commodity needs to be there because they're creating like drama of fighting each other for no reason. This is the same thing they did when they did the, uh, the Uncharted movie, uh, like, um, Nathan Drake and, 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 uh, fucking God, what's his name? Uh, Sully. Yeah, and Sully, like, they love each other. Like, they adore each other. Like, they have no reason to be fighting as much as they did, but they love to sell it on, on, oh, my God, look at them, like, struggle. Like, no, they like each other. That's their thing. That's why we like the Straw Hats. So um, that's my biggest criticism. That's my biggest thing with the show. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a couple of other cons, but that's my biggest con. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what do you think? Like, do, do you did you felt that way, or, or or were you like, no, this is fun, it's fine. Eight minutes, goddamn, Trevor, that could tell that bothered you. I started timing it after three. I was like, let's see how long he goes with this without me saying a goddamn word. Oh my god, sorry. It might have been longer. <laughs> um, no, I, okay, I and again, to be fair, I I have the blind goggles of only watching, like never seeing the anime. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not invested in this. I'm not. I, I'm a pure viewer. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it because I equate stuff like that to gradual character growth as the seasons go on. Like uh, in Dragon Ball Z Abridged, I've been rewatching that lately. If you go from beginning to end, you notice the character changes, the character arcs that they establish from beginning to end. That change as the show goes on. Like initially, there were there were jokes about how. Uh, Krillin was just a punching bag, but then he becomes like the emotional one of the team. Like, like one that's like, "Hey, man, don't worry, I got my ass kicked all the time. You're good." Like he, he transforms as that character. Goku goes from being a decent father to like, you know, "Hey, go on," and keeps going. Like it's just the character development happens gradually as the seasons go on. Everything you're telling me right now, I have no doubt that that will become a, a bigger thing as the seasons go. You know, maybe in season two, that's when they start joking and laughing because we we've earned it. They got past that big moment of Nami's um, betrayal, which, yeah, we could see it coming a mile away. That's fair. 
But it's not so much, did you see it coming? It's how did they execute it? And I didn't hate their execution of it at all. It made sense. Every part of it. She betrayed her village to help them out. She's been stealing, trying to get a hundred million berries to pay them off. That way they'll leave the village alone and all this stuff. I liked all of that. I liked every bit of it. I didn't hate Zoro. I equate him a lot to Piccolo, which yeah. is like the, the serious, like left hand, serious right hand of the main character. Um, and I liked him. I liked him every bit. I liked him in the sword fighting. I liked his action sequences. Um, everything. I like his continued, I will say bullying. That feels like the wrong word to say, but him fucking with the, the, the Nepo baby. I liked all that. Oh yeah. With, uh, um, Nepo? yeah. Yeah, and cutting his uh, his hair and stuff. I liked every bit of that. I like Himopa's... Himopa's? Himopo, yeah. Himopo. I liked his character development along with... Uh, oh, God, what's the Marine kid's name right now? Kobe? Kobe. I like their character development slowly becoming, you know, antagonizing to each other, fighting, going back and forth, to becoming friends. Like, it got to a point where at the very end, I can't wait to see their relationship develop because they had a complete 180 with each other. Yeah. Um, I had written us in, in my notes as like one of my cons was like that we kept going back to the Marines. Um, because it's not that I didn't care, but it's like it like it makes sense why they did it because they, they want to keep them like as a constant looming force. Because Kobe and Hamepo and the Marines show up like the near, near the start and they they they'll, they'll show up sporadically, but they're not main characters. Mm-hmm. But it, it makes sense that they kept them as like relatively main characters in this first season. Uh, now that you mentioned Kobe, I want to talk about Kobe. Uh, Morgan Davis plays uh, Kobe. He was the the kid who fucked up with the with the book and Evil Dead Rises. So he was the oldest kid. Um, was he? Damn, that hair does not make him look like it at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So Morgan Davis. Yeah. Yeah. So he was Danny in uh, in Evil Dead Rise. Um, I don't know how they did it. But they made this boy just look exactly like Kobe from the anime, which yeah. is so funny because it's such a unique design with like the pink hair and the glasses. But when I saw him in the trailer, I was like, he looks exactly as stupid as he looked in the show, and that's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, he works really well. He works really well as like the voice of reason to like uh, to kind of contrast Luffy. But he's mostly there to be the audience surrogate. He's there for us to put ourselves in his position um to interact with luffy and i like and that the way i don't they, hate that i no. hope they keep that as the series goes i I genuinely i like kobe yeah me too uh if they're gonna do it like the show um kobe will show up like once every blue moon like he's not a main character at all but he's he's, he's there to introduce to introduce introduce us to the world and to luffy um so he was used correctly i i think in this uh in this uh first season uh mihawk over oh yeah uh the design of uh hawkeye's mihawk uh the world's greatest swordsman and one of the one of the seven uh warlords of the sea jesus christ what a great I thought it was campy, but i liked it i loved it i think that's exactly how uh mihawk like he felt powerful he felt like a destroyer he felt like a cold-blooded killer but he, there was like a pizzazz and like a fanciness to him i even love his scene at the end when, when, when he meets up with shanks and he gives him like the poster um uh, i love that whole aspect the fact that shanks uh is still up and uh he has his own crew but you can see like his his usab you know usab's father yeah. you know his swordsman his zoro like you see like those little aspects of like 
Yeah. I like this. And I know they're going to come to blows at some point. They're going to have to. Cool. Shanks and Luffy? Um, so here's the thing. There's been a, there's been like a thousand episodes of One Piece, a couple of movies. Uh, Shanks, he's... So everything that you've seen about him so far in the live action show, mm-hmm. that's like 70% of what he's done in the entire show. Really? Oh, yeah, shit. So, They're going to have to figure out a way to keep him included in season two then. Yeah, so Shanks will show up every like uh, eighty episodes, uh-huh. and he'll just be like in the in a beach with his crew drinking, and he'll be like, "Man, Luffy, I hope you're doing good." And that's it. That's all he does for like thing. Do him and, and Luffy ever like meet? Uh, every once in a while, he'll show up. And then in the last movie that came out, which is called One Piece Red. Uh, uh, it is like the Straw Hats and the Red Hair Pirates, like kind of coming together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they team up; they don't fight each other. They team up. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't hate that. I, in a world of Ted Lasso pirates, I don't mind like the pure positivity. Yeah, and I love Shanks. Shanks is one of my favorite characters. Um, I don't have it with me. I have it upstairs, but I bought a figure of mm-hmm. uh of Shanks putting uh, the hat on Luffy, so I have that somewhere hmm. here. Oh yeah. That. Well, yeah. Do you feel like this show did a good job with the backstories? Because I loved all the backstories. I particularly I love Sanji's, but I oh, like yeah. all the all the backstories of everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I like the I, I I did like them. I do think that we spent a little bit too long with them. Um, but I understand why. You know, we have to they have they have to make us like them. And sure, they 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 went they they, they went to the trouble of like making all these uh finding all these kid actors to play them the young i think the better ones were sanji's and uh nami's i think those were the most intense ones i think uh usopp's one went pretty quick and soro i think was my favorite one i think uh that's the one where like because i love that story of like him and like the 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 girl like being friends since they were kids and trying to surpass each other Mm-hmm. And Soro is kind of like beaten by the world because of the fact that he couldn't, he was not able to to show that to her. Um, mm-hmm. But that's going to be funny because if they go the way that I think they're going to the next season, what am She's I feeling? Alive. No, but something really funny is going to happen. Do you care or should I tell you? No. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. So Spoiler, Spoilers you. don't affect me. Okay, so random. So you know how the show ended with like uh, a man looking at the, the Luffy's poster and then burning it. Yeah, yeah. So that's Captain Smoker. He's gonna be uh, he's gonna be another character that will show up later. He okay. is a uh, he's a captain of the Marines. But the thing is, is that he becomes kind of like the guy who's who's tailing Luffy, like more than his grandfather, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, but he becomes. Remember. Uh, Oh, fuck. Uh, remember Lupin the third? Yeah. Lupin, remember how the remember how there was like one detective that was always like after him. Yeah. So that's basically him for Luffy. Uh, oh, okay, okay, I get you, I get you. Yeah, but the thing about so so he's Captain Smoker, and then he has like his uh, like his little uh, side, uh, um, like his right hand uh, woman actually, mm-hmm. which is uh, Tashigi. Um, oh shit. Yeah, and the funny thing, these two are one of my are some of my favorite side characters ever. Like Captain Smoker is like this huge, big, girly guy, super powerful. He ate a devil fruit. He controls smoke, 
and he's so fucking funny. Like he's so stupid, but he's so funny. But it's because it's funny because he's so serious all the time. And then he has Tashiki, who is this like really young uh, but very talented sword sword woman uh, for the Marines. And the thing is, is that she looks exactly like uh, Soro's childhood friend, Quina. So mm. she looks exactly like him, l- l- like her. Not her, just a coincidence. Um, mm-hmm. So it's funny because like there, there's a moment where like, uh, and also she's blind as a bat. Like she wears glasses, but she cannot fucking see anything. And, uh, and she's this very kind, very like awkward uh, character. And there's like this moment where like uh, it's gonna happen in the next arc where like uh, uh, so Sora is looking to buy two new swords because his two swords c- c- kind of got destroyed in, in his fight with uh, with Mihawk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he walks into the store and he's looking at the swords. And she walks in and she's like, uh, "Hey, I'm looking for this guy called Roronoa Sora. Have you seen him?" And he's like, "No." She's like, "Good, thank you." And uh, and then, like, she helps him buy, like, new swords, even though she, that's who she's, like, chasing. And then they have this huge fight, and uh, and he beats her, of course. Um, but it's, like, the one moment where we get to see Soro, like, I don't know, blush? And, like, even get flustered? Because he gets upset uh. just looking at her. And she's, like, because, like, he beats her in a duel. And she tells she goes up to him the same way that he went to Mihawk. Like he kind of she she goes like, "Well, slash me! Like just just do it! Like do it at the front." And yeah. he's like, "No!" And he's like, "No!" And she's like, "Why? Is it because I'm a girl? You don't want to hate me because I'm a girl?" And he's like, "No! How fucking dare you look like my friend? I hate you!" He's like, "Leave!" Yeah. And they have like those moments, and it's so funny. It's so funny to see Sora just like straight face or just like break down. Uh, so I love Smoker and Tashiki. I'm so excited that they're gonna show up. They need if they make an addition, it needs to start with them uh, because they're, they're some of my favorite characters. Just just to the side, and um, I love her interactions with Soto. I think they're super funny. Um, yeah, uh, so I went with that from Mihawk because that's that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we talk yeah. about Gramps? Yeah, let's talk about um, uh, Garp. A monkey D Garp. I you saw it coming. No, well, mainly because I was trained to look for nationality when people are related. <laughs> so I was like, wait, 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 what? You know what? It's fine. In this world, fucking nothing matters. Go. <laughs> um, so no, I did not see it coming, but I liked I liked the continued confrontation between the two. You know, the whole, I'm not going to stop. And the grandpa trying to push him, like, I'm going to make you quit. Like, that. Like that's an old school mentality that works. Like, I'm going to run your ass into the ground until you stop. Never going to stop. All right, just want to make sure you were serious. Good luck. Mm-hmm. And that's enough. Um, so, no, I liked I liked that aspect of it. I loved uh, the final fight between him and Luffy. And, and the show does a very good job of just, like, clearly showing the fact that uh, the Pirate King and Luffy both had that smile, like, even in the face of the feet, like, mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. Like, that one trait that all protagonists really share, like, Goku has that, Vegeta has that, um, Edward Elric has that, Alphonse had that, mm-hmm. uh, Ash had that all the time. I know I'm listing the most basic bitch animes. I'm sorry, I'm not that, bit, that much of an expert. Um, but the whole smiling in the face of defeat, like, 
that's a that's a good trait to have. And I love that that's his reaction when his grandpa initially basically beats the living shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, in front of everybody. Um so no, I like I like that that whole aspect of the story the whole way through. Um I like really like the grandpa. There wasn't I don't think there was a bad straight up bad character in the bunch in this yeah. entire show. And that's I a compliment. Agree. I agree, especially because when you realize that they did not made up any new characters, like these are all characters that existed in the show. So it's great. The fact that they, even the most random smallest roles, like they, they figured we might as well use the real ones, you know? Uh, yeah. I wanted I wanted to talk about uh, thesis and Easter eggs. So these are like tiny little Easter eggs that they included. I like that they weren't so obvious. They were actually very, very sweet and very, very uh, uh, small. Um, first of all, well, I did mention the pirates in the intro, like in the first scene. Uh, smokers being smoker uh, being teased. Uh, the fact that Jinmei is is mentioned. There's a moment where they're talking about like fishmen and humans getting along, and Arlong says like Jinmei is a fool. Uh, Jinmei will is a is a fishman that is one of the seven worlds of the sea, and he mm-hmm. will eventually become a member of the Straw Hats. So it's important that so it's cool that they mentioned him, uh, mm-hmm. even though they had like no reason to. The things um, for the hardcore fans that like will notice. Yeah, the best one I think, uh, and this is so small, I can't believe they did this. Um, there's a scene in like the the flashbacks for Luffy's backstory when he's a kid, like uh, right after uh, he stabs himself in the eye, like right under the eye, and Shanks is helping him like heal from it. Mm-hmm. Um, during that scene, there's a little song playing in the background. Uh, that song is called Bing Sake, and it's one of the saddest it's, it's related to one of the saddest and most memorable moments in one piece so it's so cool that they included that there because it's like a song that like all pirates know um mm-hmm. but it's also tied to like a, another character that shows up later so it's so cool that they included that as like of course it's a song that will be playing in the background like it's a song for pirates of course yeah. Um, the other one is they use the original intro, the that song We Are, which is the first One Piece intro, is one of the most memorable ones. They use an instrumental version when the uh Going Mary is like sailing for the first time when they leave Usopp's village. Mm-hmm. Um it's very oh, small. Also, yeah. I, I know I'm sure you know this. I didn't notice that until after the fact. Usopp's fallibles. Usopp what? Usopp's fallibles. Do you know that? Fallibles? Yeah, you've what never heard mean? that one? What do you mean? Uh, Usab's fable, well, fables, but they pronounce it fallibles because Usab keeps telling all these tall tales. Oh yeah, so then so you call it fable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah. It, it, it's a story. Well, it's a play here in the U.S. Um, I, I guess maybe they've never the one about I the liar. It was a, huh? The one about the liar. Yeah. Or oh yeah yeah the story that Nami is reading to Soro. Yeah. Yeah, but I Usab yeah. and Usab keeps telling the story. I just noticed that. I was like, oh wait a second, that's a lyrical, right? that's a literary reference. I like that. Yeah. It goes beyond actually. If you if you see Usopp's design in the in the anime, he has a very long nose. It's because uh-huh. he, he tells a lot of lies. That's why. Oh uh, my god. I that's that that's right on point. I also yeah. know in the anime that he fights Luffy at some point for some reason. I don't know why. I just know that they fight. It's a very sad moment. Can I and ask you why? Uh yes. Uh yeah, spoilers. So um the going Mary is pretty much almost destroyed. Like it's it's uh, it, it withered and a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. And um it like it's beyond being repaired. It can it cannot be repaired. 
and all the straw hats kind of like sit together and they decide, okay, we're gonna let the Mary die. Like it's it's time. Like we can't. Like we can't. Like it's beyond fixing, mm-hmm. and we need to start over. Uh, and Usopp does not agree to this because he feels tied to the Mary because it came from his uh, village. It came from Kaya, who is his best friend. And uh, he feels connected to the Mary because he's in charge of repairing it. And he feels it, this is more like implied, but like he feels that if the, if the straw hats can outgrow the Mary, they can outgrow him. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. And so they get into a fight because uh, Usopp is like, we can't, we have to fix it. And Luffy's like, we cannot fix it, man. And they get into a huge fight. It leads for to... Luffy to do that. That's saying something because Luffy's yeah. the most like positive motherfucker on the planet. Yeah, and it leads to Usopp even leaving the Straw Hats for a bit, and then he, like the the reuniting moment is oh god, one of the most beautiful. <laughs> this show is so good. Okay, it <laughs> goes. It makes you go through the motions. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. That's that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, I'm, I imagine that's like a season three or season four fight kind of yeah um okay uh well you did also have a list of negatives are there more positives that you want to highlight or more negatives i'll uh i'll i'll run by them quick um yeah you see we are soros backstory usop and kaya kissing uh they were not uh relationshipy in the anime but it's kind of cute that they included that uh makes sense it made sense They, they they always have that chemistry um that little quick scene of Nami ignoring Sanji and hugging Soro and Usopp when they reunite, that was beautiful. I, that was super funny. That was both touching and funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Sanji just like staying there like, okay. All right. Uh, it makes sense. She doesn't fucking know him. Um, uh, and then two, I think, uh, really, really good moments. Uh, Luffy's wanted poster, like that whole, where he finally sees it, when everyone that we've seen starts seeing it, when Shanks sees it. It's a beautiful moment. And the fact that it's also the same poster as in the anime, like he's doing the same pose with the hand and Usopp in the back. Like it's it's yeah. it's perfect. Um uh especially because like <laughs> this, this is super random and super funny, but like every every one of the straw has eventually gets like a wanted poster, and they all get like this like super terrible like pictures. Like the, all the pictures are like them fighting or them bleeding or them suffering, like it's all them suffering except for nami because nami sees the guy taking the picture and she just starts to like pose she just starts to like <laughs> like if you see if, if if you look up like straw hat wanted posters like everyone has like this like serious faces on and then nami's just like looking hot as shit just in the posters just just fucking i'm bulking. googling so, as we speak <laughs> see yeah just look up one straw. piece straw hat wanted posters Let's yeah see. like images all, all of them are serious and then nami's just fucking just slaying the poster well, um, oh oh my gosh he is modeling <laughs> yeah oh. um so yeah so i like that they introduce the posters and they and it ends with like luffy like winning like he wanted this he wanted that poster um and also uh the other moment is the when they finally reveal like the Jolly Roger with like the straw hat logo. Like, like even the reveal was like slow, like the way that they they put down the veil. Like it was beautiful. It was great. And then the Luffy seeing it and yelling, like, great moment. Just an overall great moment. And then of course the straw hats like all putting their their feet on the barrel and just like, yeah. 
classic, classic One Piece, classic Straw Hats. Great. Uh, those are my pros. Uh, were they, was there a pro that you wanted to mention maybe that I didn't get to? Um, the, and I touched on it uh, lightly. I, again, I don't know One Piece. I know I like Zoro and Sanji. I know that. And I know, because I watched the show called Death Paddle. <laughs> they featured both Zoro and Sanji in them. And okay. I know some a little bit about his backstory about the All Blue. And the fact that he won't fight because he is a chef. And it has yeah. been, like, he won't risk his hands. Even if death is on the table, he oh, yeah. will not put up his fists. I wish they had touched on that. Like I w- But I, I love the fight scenes in this entire show. Like, yeah. the fight scenes were as anime as you could be, but being as realistic as you could be. I love the the final episode where Zoro and Sanji are like, let's take him. Like, they handle all of the villains at the very end, like, in this huge battle. I just, oh, I love the action sequences. I really like the characters. I don't have any negatives about this show, but I think that's because I never watched the anime. I don't have anything to compare it to. Mm-hmm. I only have this live action show, and for what I can tell, everything they did so far, they've done right. I liked it. Yeah, I even uh, like the fact that that little bastard clown returned. Oh yeah, at the end. Yeah, yeah uh, he he ends up doing a uh, partnership with uh, with Alvida. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. It would have been more fun if they had done the thing that she's gonna do. So she ends. So in between, like this, these arcs, she eats a devil fruit, and mm-hmm. she looks completely different afterwards. So it's kind of cool because for a bit you're like, who is she? Where did she come from? Why is she with Buggy? And then it's like, oh, she's Alvida, like from the beginning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So my cons, I'm gonna like go fast because uh, I can I can go eight minutes. Like uh, we 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 know now. Uh, <laughs> number number one, the child actors acting. I'm sorry, they were they can improve definitely. <laughs> Are um, you mocking children that act? No, I'm Gemma? saying I'm saying they I'm I'm sure they can grow up to give. I'm sure that they can have improvement. Yeah, uh, except for the Luffy, the rest of the Straw Hats feels tilted. I did mention that. There's a bit of weird editing and pacing and cuts, but I'm kind of used to that from Netflix shows. So, uh, yeah. Excessive scenes of Kobe and the Marines, I did, did touch on that. Um, the show expects us to know the Straw Hats personalities to fill in the gaps, which I think, ah, God, it's so hard to just detach myself from the show. That's why I wanted to know your opinion, because I'm like, how does this look to like an outsider? Like, yeah. It, it uh, looks predictably fine like it, i think that there's a lot of gaps in there but that's because you only have eight episodes you only have eight hours there's limited yeah. screen time i think they'll do a lot more as the seasons go because again look at zoro sanji and nami they have very limited screen time let alone character development i think but actually no i'd argue with you man i think nami had a lot of character development during the last two episodes yeah, the last two episodes not. yeah the last two episodes I, i'm not talking about like the development of like her arc I'm talking about her camaraderie, her personality, like her showing up. Because like Nami is fun. Nami's funny. Nami's trustable. Like Nami is like Nami's flirty. Nami's teasing. Like she's like it's a she's a she has a big, big personality. And I feel like here she like from the beginning, she, she's like, I hate pirates. And like that's her personality. That's it. And I feel like a lot of that is missing. Like, for example, uh, do you think Sanji likes Nami? Like, do you think that's do you think well, I think he likes any woman? Okay, yes, but he does. But like, for example, he is at Nami's beck and call. He is like, he is like, he's like, you need a floor, like I'll I'll lie there, you know. 
Like mm-hmm. he's like that for Nami. And Nami doesn't turn him away. On the contrary, she's like, oh, thank you. Like she's like, like she kind of mm-hmm. rolls with it. And it's funny because like she's very clearly taking advantage of him, but like it's funny. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's kind of funny. And no, here, here, they don't have a chance to explore that. They don't have a chance to do that. Like the very few moments that she has with the straw hats, they they should have been a little bit more funny. I'm gonna find like a, a quick little scene of them like before she betrays them, and you're gonna see they're buddies, you know, they they have fun with each other. And I feel like that was a little bit missing there. Uh, her arc, of course, it's done some perfectly and stuff. Uh so yeah, the commander is missing. Nami's betrayal is too obvious from the first episode, redemption does not feel as earned. So I've been teasing this. So like I've been saying that there's one scene that makes you become like a like like kind of tax you for life. To me, that scene is the help me Luffy, please help me scene. Okay, that to me is like that scene. To me, when they announced the live action, when the first trailer came out, I said, if they don't nail that scene, this whole thing doesn't work. Okay. Now, the big change that they did is that they made it at night instead of during the day. Um, is it didn't hit in the same way that in the same way that the anime hit. It's not bad, definitely not bad. But because it's only eight episodes and because the episodes are long. It didn't hit the same way because the pacing was very, very fast. So in that scene, she's stabbing herself in the ta- in the tattoo. Luffy stops her, uh, and then it's like a good minute or two, a minute and a half, where she's just yelling at him and crying to leave and to go and throwing dirt at him and just like just fucking leave. And then there's like a and then Luffy is just looking at her like he's not consoling her. He's not stopping her he's not hugging her he's just kind of letting her go through the motions until she finally like stops and turns and goes like help me and he takes off his hat puts it on her head and just yells of course i will and then goes to uh the rest of the crew is just there waiting for him that moment is beat for beat like the anime it's a well done recreation it reminded me of like when they recreated scenes from the last of us in in, in the show uh even the cuts to like them going like right like it's exactly like the anime but i don't know something about the scene doesn't feel it's not hitting like it's supposed to hit and i don't know if it's just it's me it's me the problem is me okay uh <laughs> because that scene is fucking perfect man it's like one of the perf one of the most perfect scenes in fiction and it's an eight it's not a ten if you know what i mean yeah yeah so uh so that was the scene for me uh cons uh gold roger not saying i, le- I left it all in one piece uh how meppo's butt cheeks in the first step i didn't need to see that man i was watching it with family i was watching <laughs> i didn't need to see that um uh, uh, they didn't use overtaken, which is one of the like like like, like the battle music. I thought it was missing. Um, the effect when Sora's sword break, I think it's downright fucking terrible. Um, they could have just not showed it, like honestly. And I think my last gripe with the show is that Luffy. I hate to say this, Luffy is a little too wholesome in this. Really, Luffy is wholesome in the anime. He definitely is. He's a fucking saint in the show. 
Hey, maybe, like, I, okay. I can see where you're coming from on that last one. I'll give you a ground. I can see mm-hmm. where you're coming from. I have a counter. Mm-hmm. Give him time. Yeah, yeah. I think this is one of those. I think this is one of those moments where it's like because it's not a continuously running show, they need to leave him on a good note. That way, they can tear him down in season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think we'll see more character development from these guys. I think so far this show has been number one on Netflix for several days. It was number one on Netflix in eight different in eight different countries at one point. Um, I genuinely think that this show will be renewed for a season two. And I think we'll see more character development once season two comes. Yeah. So here's the thing. So Luffy, uh, yes, he's wholesome. Yes, he's the leader. He is the captain. But he's a bit of a jerk. Not because he's mean, but because he's a kid and a pirate. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, when he first meets Alvida, like at the beginning of the show, uh, like she'll be like... Uh, She'll be like, who are you? And Luffy will be like, wow, you're fat. Like, that's the that's first thing that he says. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's the first thing that he says. He's a, he's a bit of a jerk, like a little bit. And I feel like they didn't let him be that because he needed to be, he needed to be like all the good. While he needed to be others. loved first before he can be hated. Yeah. And like, no, nobody hates Luffy, but he's not a saint. He's a pirate, you know? Um, but yeah, anyway, it, it's a super small gripe. I, th- I I know why they did it. You know, they want Luffy to be this the, 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 this kind of character. But same thing with the rest of the Straw Hats. It needs to be three-dimensional. It needs to be complete. It's a complete package. So that was my... That was one of my only cons. Overall, I don't dislike the show. On the contrary, I quite like it. I think it's the it is the best anime live action adaptation that's ever been done, but that's a very 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 small club. I would to me this is not a ten out of ten. To me this is like an eight point six out of ten. Mm-hmm. I do want another season. I do want more seasons because if they adapt the next season, then we're definitely gonna get Captain Smoker. We're definitely gonna get Tashiyi. We're gonna get them getting to the Grand Line. Maybe Chopper. Definitely Chopper. Definitely Nico Robin. Oh my god, that's my that's my One Piece crush right there, Nicole Robin. Isn't she? I always thought she was Nami's sister or something. No, she's like another member of the Straw Hats. She's like in her thirties. She's uh, oof, oof. Anyway, folks, uh, in case you can't tell, Chema is like blushing into a different kind of color red. She she makes me feel some kind of way, man. She just she just does that. No doubt. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think this is interesting because as an avid fan, you have a very particular feeling about this. You say, what, uh, 8 out of 10? 8.6, 8.7 out of 10. It's definitely good. It's definitely great. Uh, I'm more excited that this makes more people into fans than, you know. But mm-hmm. I, I've, seen, I've talked to people who have seen, who love the anime, and they've been enjoying this. I don't know if they're having the same gripes as me. Maybe this is a me problem. It could most likely be. Um so yeah, no, I, I I don't want my criticisms to be taking as like me hating on the show. I don't. On the contrary, I quite I quite really like the show. I do want another season, um, but I think they need to be addressed because I don't see anyone talking about them. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, I did hear that the show was supposed to be ten season to ten episodes, um, which I would have liked. I would have preferred if it was ten episodes instead of eight. But maybe the next season can be 10, hopefully. 
Um, yeah, I'm excited. I do want them to come back. And yeah, because I think they have a little, little gold mine here that they could exploit, especially because these actors, they also Netflix needs to, needs to do something because in the start a new season immediately, because these actors are only getting older. Mm-hmm. Uh, like all the straw hats are 10 years older than Iñaki. So yeah. Uh, yeah. All the straw hats are in the thirties, except for Iñaki, who's in, who's 20. So yeah, there's a gap there and hmm. can't lose it. So yeah, other than that, I loved it. I love the One Piece live action. I definitely suggest everyone watch it if you're a fan, if, if you're not a fan. And if you finish this and you want more, guess what? There's over a thousand episodes of more. So yeah, go crazy. Go watch it. Yeah, 8.7 out of 10. Uh, I think A minus. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Worth the watch. Sit down and watch it. The whole thing, it is worth it. Uh, I definitely recommend it. I don't have much negative to say about it at all. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that I think that should do it. Uh, do you watch it with Nicky or do you watch it by yourself? Uh, I watch it by myself. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to ask. What it's so great. Think. Yeah, definitely good. Um, I'm excited for more people to watch it and just discover like the the fun that is hanging out with the Straw Hats. Um, so yeah, so that should cover everything. That should be the review of One Piece. I think this is going to be a pretty long episode. Um, what are we doing next? Uh, the haunting, a uh, haunting in Venice. The haunting of what? The haunting in Venice. What is that? Uh, you know, Murder on the Orient Express, Hercule Poirot. That's a new one. Yep, a haunting in Venice. But is it is it uh same guy? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no idea. Is it yeah, theaters? It's, uh, it's hitting theaters Friday. Okay, I'll look it up and I'll let you know. Let me know. All, All right. right, sounds good. Well, thank you so much for letting me uh, just explode here, man. Thank you for letting me go. <laughs> I was off. like, "This is Chemas. You let me do that for the Batman, sir. Front and center. You're driving. Go." Thank you. Um, I promise I won't do that again. Uh, <laughs> This is a, the, this is as much organized as you're ever gonna get me. Um, I I'm so glad that you got a property this year that like I could tell you had a lot to say and you really loved it and I that's not a bad thing man don't apologize for that yeah um, I had a blast with it so it's it was it was great to sit down and, and to talk about it yeah all right man well thank you so much for joining us uh, my name is Shema I've been Eddie and this was the rollback. Signing off with a reminder that you can totally watch One Piece. You please just 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 fucking watch One Piece, please. For love of God, like there, yes, there are a thousand episodes, but like they're real, they're only like twenty two minutes, and if 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 you count the intro and the outro and the recap, it's only like fifteen minutes. So really, you could watch it like right now. It's all on Crunchyroll. It's all on Netflix. Like you could watch it. It's dubbed. Like you can watch the dub. It's no problem. Like it's it's better than the four kids fucking stupid dub that happened. So like just fucking fucking watch One Piece, man. You're gonna you're not gonna fucking regret it. Okay, okay. Thank you. Goodbye.